Welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast, where this year we are sharing 52 financial tips to transform your finances. So if you want to be better at managing your money, you want to pay off debt, you want to buy your first home, or you want to learn about investing and where to invest, how to begin, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and I'm so thrilled to have you here. So without further delay, let's get into this week's episode. Week number five, guys. Yes, we are at the end of January and we've covered a lot of ground in the last four weeks. We've set financial goals. We've had a look at our outgoings. We've created a spending plan. And last week, we had a look at our pension contributions with the aim to increase them by 1%. Now that we are where we are, the tip for week number five is to review weeks one to four. So whenever you embark on a program like this, I think it's great practice to often, on a periodic basis, review where you're coming from. And this is important for a number of reasons. Firstly, you wanna make sure that you haven't left anything on the to-do list, something that you've not quite got around to, but you know is essential to the process that you're going through. Second, to make sure that we can answer any questions that may have arisen after the fact. Questions that may have arisen after you've completed one of the exercises or something that you thought of after completing one of the exercises. And thirdly, to make sure that we don't leave any stone unturned as we move on to the next steps. These are very much the foundations of this schedule over the next 48 weeks. So it's really important that we get this foundation set and ready to go because this is gonna be the basis for what we're moving on to next week and in the coming weeks after this. So what do we need to do through weeks one to four to make sure that we are in the best position possible? In week one, we set financial goals and it was really important as a theme that the goal was a SMART goal. It had to be specific, it had to be measurable, it had to be achievable, relevant and timely. You had a worksheet to work through that gave you a checklist as to whether your goal was indeed SMART. So now would be the time to review, to scrutinize, just to make sure that it is a SMART goal that you could hold yourself accountable to. And this is one of the important important things that I really stress in that first week is ensuring that you pay attention to each one of those aspects because accountability is really, really important. And if you really want to achieve your goal by the end of this year, it has to be relevant and timely, and it has to be something that is important enough to you so that you hold yourself accountable to the things that you need to do in order to achieve them. In week two, we went through your outgoings and there was a list, a long list of things for you to have a look at in terms of what you paid for in the last six to 12 months. Again, it might be worthwhile going back over that, that worksheet just to make sure that you have indeed captured everything. And who knows, over the last three, four weeks, there may have been something new to add on that you might have missed or not quite have added on yet. So now is the time to go back over that worksheet just to make sure that everything is in there and all the numbers are accurate. In week three, we created a spending plan and we focused a lot on bucketing, understanding how much of your income goes towards essential expenditure, how much goes towards non-essential expenditure and how much you then have left in your disposable 
income pot. It is from your disposable income pot that you then allocate funds towards your goals or towards the things that you want to achieve. Now would be a good time just to go back over those numbers, just to make sure that you've made any adjustments if you needed to make adjustments and to make sure that you have a plan or allocated your disposable income towards the goals that you set in week one. Last week in week four, we had a look at increasing your pension contributions by 1%. Now, if you're an employer, the task that I set for you was to go and speak to your HR team so that you can give them an instruction to increase your pension contributions. I also gave an illustration around how much of an impact 1% could make to your pension contributions in the long run when you get to retirement. If you're self-employed, I gave you a tip in the fact that you can indeed open a personal pension with people like Pension B or Moneybox, and you can pay into that pension via your personal or your business account. There are benefits to both of those, but I did urge you to go and seek a financial advisor to make sure that you make the right decision for you and adopt the right course of action for you. Now, how do you follow week four up? If you're employed and you haven't spoken to your HR department, you need to do that as soon as possible if you indeed do want to increase your pension contribution by 1%. If you're self-employed, please do find a financial advisor to have a conversation with and take some advice. So that's the tip for this week, guys. It's very simple, very straightforward. And I think it's very important that we, at this juncture, do take stock and do make sure that we've covered and laid this foundation and we've set this foundation correctly. Because next week, we are moving on to a topic which I know is a burden for many people. It has been a burden for me in the past. So guys, again, if you have any questions on anything in this episode, please do drop me a line via the community. If you're listening to this on the podcast, thank you for joining in. Until next week. Another great episode down, but our journey together doesn't have to end here. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're listening on right now. And please don't forget to give us a good rating. That would mean the world to me. If you feel connected to the podcast and you found value in the episode that you've listened to today, join our free community where you will find free resources and more in-depth content on all things finance and money. And you will also find a community where you'll be supported by people who are on a similar journey to you. Links to our free community can be found on our website, conversationofmoney.com or on our Instagram at conversationofmoney.com of money. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Again, it means the world to me. I'm your host, Peter. Until next week, take care.